We are right now at the Passover table. It's usually our kitchen table, but... It's still our kitchen table. It, it's still our kitchen table? Yes. I, but it's been converted for Passover. I know, but it's still our kitchen table. Okay. Well, but it is Passover. Yes, we know that. Okay. We've established that. So, as a result, we haven't had as much time to gather news. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of this news has to do with Passover. You sure? That's that's what I have. A lot of things that had nothing to do with Passover. I, I know, but the stories that were actually interesting were the ones that had to do with Passover. Okay. So in a way, I guess this is our Passover special edition. Uh huh. We might have to explain some concepts though. Okay. That's all. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, the stories are are quite interesting. Because all kinds of different things have happened. Oh, yeah, that happens every week. Exactly. Um, I guess I'll start with the Erev Pesach Tawel controversy mm-hmm. that took place in Bnei Brak. Mm-hmm. So I guess we have to first explain what Erev Pesach means. Mm-hmm. And that's just essentially the evening of Passover. Well, not, not really. Well... It's kind of like the the first night of Passover, or like the day of the first night of Passover. Right. So during during the day, you're getting ready for Passover, and then... Uh, that night. Right. Yes. Right. And that night is when Passover begins. Yes. Right. Uh, they're saying that Bnei Brak... Which is a place in Israel... It's traditional in Israel for workers to receive a holiday gift ahead of Rosh Hashanah and Passover. Mm-hmm. And the Bnei Brak mayor decided to distribute towels to the city employees, which it, that's a nice thing. Right, but everybody was like, why are we getting towels? Right, the sanitation workers who insist they received a towel and they're fed up with being discriminated against. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were mentioning that it would appear that the mayor does not count the sanitation workers among important people for we remove the trash, we were given a trashy towel. Mm -hmm. So essentially they're saying that they were given this trashy towel being sanitary workers... I think it's pretty weird to give your employees towels, especially if that's kind of what they work on. But, I mean, I, I think I would be grateful for anything. Right. I, I, I mean. Because when asked for additional clarification from the office, the office was mentioning that normally they don't actually give them anything. Right. And... They decided to do something nice, but of course the workers did not like what they were given. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it just all depends how you look at it. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention what you're working on, because you can't really work on anything during Passover. I know. We, we should probably explain that. Well, it's really hard for somebody like me because you're not really supposed to do anything that's like, you know, involving serious handiwork, like sewing. And because that's most of what I do, I've been kind of twiddling my thumbs. Right. So essentially, you can't do any sewing. You can't do any what you consider fun 
Well, just that's do also what, work. what I do normally because I need to keep my hands busy. Right. Because that's just the way I am, so. Right. I, you know, I'm just scribbling with crayons right now. Okay. I mean. Which is kind of nice, but still. All right, so you get to scribble with crayons. Yay. See, that's, that's not bad. I know. I mean, I'm probably not even supposed to be doing that, but, I mean, I'm kind of left with just twiddling my thumb, so. Yeah, but you're not doing it for a work purpose. Right, I mean, I'm, I'm doing it just, you know. Because right. I don't know what else to do. Well, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you have to do something. I know. Right. Or otherwise, I don't know, you wouldn't have a show. Because you probably have steam coming out of my ears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm saying we wouldn't have a show otherwise. Okay. So going back to the towels... City officials have explained that the matter is not one of discrimination, that the sanitation workers are manpower agency workers and not city employees, and in the past they never received anything, but this year they decided to give them gifts despite the fact that they're not city employees. Mm-hmm. And they confirm that the quality of towels given to them are indeed inferior. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it depends how you look at it. I guess it depends how much you like your boss. Well, the the question is, they preferred to get nothing than than at least something, even right, if well, it's an inferior yeah, product. The question is, does it feel like a slap in the face? Which it might, but that's why I'm saying it really depends if you like your boss. But isn't a slap it, it, it a slap in the face to receive nothing at all year after year? Yeah, of course. And I think it's also a slap in the face to reject whatever you do receive. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Towels. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next story I have is also something we're probably going to have to try to explain. Mm-hmm. A woman was instructed to rec- recite 20 perke to Hillim daily after eating something prohibited. Okay, you're going to have to explain... A lot. Yes. Yeah. So, essentially... From what I can understand is that there was a woman who ate something that she shouldn't have. Well, because it wasn't kosher. Right. And But wasn't it like she didn't know it wasn't kosher? She didn't something? she didn't know. Okay, right. Um but it was by a group of women. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a single woman. Mm-hmm. And um they just happened to ask this this uh, rabbi he wasn't just any rabbi. He was like a, one of the sort of great rabbis, so to speak. Right. The big rabbis mm-hmm. that's out there that makes a lot of major decisions. Mm-hmm. And when the rabbi heard the story, he ended up responding with the words, oi, 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 oi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did not respond. He gave no response whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So then he was forced to respond by the group of women and he decided to tell them to recite 20 perke tehillim daily so that would be 20 portions of psalms, of psalms. Right. yeah what makes this story even more interesting are the comments on this story mm-hmm. we're People are saying, why is this even posted on the internet? 
Is this so that we can all do this? Or is it possibly he meant for just those who he instructed to do it? But the biggest problem is by posting this, not everyone has an internet connection. So how are they going to find out? And people are all panicking over this resolution that was put out there. Mm. And there are other people that are kind of wondering if this Rav just essentially made this up on the spot. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I think just the, the bottom line, really, with anything is just pay attention to what you're eating. Right. I, mean, I don't know what the situation was, but I think this goes for, you know, people who are keeping kosher and just people in the general population. Like, you want to read labels and know what's going with your food. It's kind of like all that stuff they were saying with craft and everything, like where they kind of, you know, switched their ingredients to more natural ingredients and everybody freaked out. Oh, yeah, that that was a big uh, story that happened where Kraft did not mention that they changed their macaroni and cheese for, I believe it was three months. Mm -hmm. Right, and then all of a sudden they announced, hey, for the past three months you didn't notice that we changed the ingredients. Mm -hmm. So the moral of the story probably is always check the labels. Right, with anything you're going to eat. Well, it's kind of like a, a situation that we heard about where I, uh, there was somebody that happened to be in town and they were talking about, I think it was locks. No, I, I mean, it, it was something. I don't know exactly what it was, but I guess the case was they thought that the label, you know, said something because it always said that, but they got like a bigger package and it didn't say that. And so they went to open it and they were kind of like, oops, you know. <laughs> Because they didn't realize it was actually being made at a different plant. Right. So, Which meant, you know, things were being run differently. So, in other words, the bag looked the same, but, you know, you really have to read your labels. Right. So, if you keep kosher, you don't keep kosher. Or, let's say you keep kosher because, not that you're Jewish, but that you have to do it because of allergies. Because a lot of people actually eat kosher food because they have allergies and they know that... There's a lot of strictness when it comes to taking care of right, providing the, the food. Providing the companies actually, you know, follow standard sanitary procedures as we've discovered this Passover. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do we even want to get into that? Probably not. Well, just, just let's say we opened up some pizza cheese and discovered that there was mold. Right. And opened up some cocoa and found hairs. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> so be wary. Exactly. Hold on one second. I'm just going <clears> to... <throat> I mean, in other words, no matter what you feel about the government and, you know, keeping the laws and stuff based on your religion, like, you still have to be sanitary. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the tea. Welcome. Okay. Uh, that That helped. Yeah, but but yeah, that's something that, as I was saying, everybody needs to check the labels because even if there's a box that you pick up every single time from the grocery store, it could be from a different plant. Right. And I don't I think anybody ever looks at that or considers it well, whatsoever. Well, especially if you're not really like trained to do that. You know, and you're keeping kosher, I mean, you kind of hope that people are generally, like, thinking about what they're buying. Yeah. I, but sometimes they don't. Keeping kosher, you, you, you would hope so. Those that don't keep kosher, I believe they don't care. Unless they have an allergy. 
I have no idea. Unless they really care about what's what's in their body. We wouldn't know. Right. But whoever's out there in the audience, maybe this will give you a second... So it's kind of like the caterpillar experiences we've had. Oh, yeah. And it actually happened on the show. Right. Right. I mean, I found some pretty crazy things in my lettuce and greens, so... So always I'm check not your saying, lettuce. I'm not saying to stop eating lettuce and greens. Just, like, you know, always be aware of what you're eating. Yeah. Bless you. I think we're both a uh, little out of it tonight. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting that he didn't say, let me get back to you and think about it, that he just came up with some random response. Yeah. I think that's what's what's driving everybody a little bit batty in right. the comment section. But I mean like I don't know obviously I don't know the guy. No. But you think, you know, if you're a if if you're a big leader and everybody's always looking to you and asking questions, I mean you can probably get away with answering whatever you want and everybody's just gonna follow you. Well that that is troublesome. Right. But that's... Because think about it. I mean, there there are times where these people say, you know, anything, and everybody just does exactly what they say. Like, it's that story. I don't know if you're going to talk about this, too, but... <coughs> Bless you. There's this thing I sent to you today. Did you see that? Uh, I believe it might be our next story. About the burning cell phone? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Man burns his smartphone with his chametz. First, you have to explain what chametz is. I know. This whole episode, we're going to have to explain things. That's fine. Chametz is pretty much bread right, that right, rises. Right, that rises. Right. Right. And on Passover, you are not supposed to have any of it around. Right. Which is why it's called chametz and why it gets burned before Passover, because you're not supposed to possess it. Right. So... So usually what happens is everybody will go to like a, you know... A fire station or a designated place where they set up metal barrels so you can throw your, you know, breadcrumbs and whatever is left over into it and, you know, say a blurb and, you know, nullify whatever's left. Yeah. The <laughs> picture that was sent was someone who is burning their chumets when a friend came to bring their chumets as well. Like, just for an example, we tried to go get through all our chametz. Uh, there was some cake that was left over, so I had to burn it. Right. It was really good cake. Thanks. Well, I mean, the thing is, I had to eat some rice and some cake and some yeah. lemon juice. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the items. Fruit. It wasn't, it wasn't too much. No, but it was, it was a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Uh, after the croissants and wafers were thrown into the fire, he took out his phone and removed the SIM card, and then another phone, so that's two phones right there, mm-hmm. and threw both of them into the fire, and with great kavana, so with great... Intention, and like, you know, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and hopefully I can pronounce this. He said, Baruch Sheptarani Manshas Shel. He basically said, whatever, yeah. you know, the, the blurb, which is like, whatever I'm throwing in here is no longer mine, and, you know, it's like dust. 
Right, and then he gone went right into Kol Chamira, which is what you normally say when you burn your chametz. Right. right. So, as a result, people are asking all kinds of questions about what was he thinking? Why did he remove the SIM card? Someone mentioned they saw someone throw in a can of string beans, which aren't even chametz, and exploded all over the people. Right. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it's due to lack of education. I mean, I think in this case, there, there are some rabbis who will be like, you know, you can't use technology. Right. And so, I mean, we obviously can't know if this was a case of that or if the guy just wanted to get out of his life for some reason or, you know, it could be any number of reasons. Well, I mean, we're constantly seeing ads sometimes in the Jewish new- newspapers that says, if only the rabbi knew what I was seeing on the internet while I shake his, shake his hand. Right. And who knows, maybe it could have been from that. You, yeah, you yeah. never know. Um, but, pe- but people are wondering why he didn't just take the phone to a recycling center instead of contributing towards pollution, why he didn't give it to an organization called Hatsala, which would have used the phone which to is, dispatch like calls. Force, sort of. Yeah, they tend to actually get to emergencies, especially in New York, faster than the actual police and right. the ambulances and do a great job saving lives, both Jewish and non-Jewish. Right. Um, they also mentioned that he could have installed filtering software or found ways to discard the internet connectivity, so not paying for the data. Mm-hmm. And some are saying he that they shouldn't praise his behavior. Mm-hmm. Along with that, others are saying, what a fool, because s- smartphones have nickel candy yeah, I can't pronounce that. Cadmium batteries. And when they are set afire, they actually explode, so someone could have gotten hurt. I guess bottom line is, like, you know, like, Passover is a great time for kind of starting over and, you know, cleansing yourself and everything like that. But just kind of think before you throw things into a fire. Yeah. In other words, think about the materials that you're throwing into the fire so you don't cause an explosion. Yeah, I, I mean, here's some here's something else that someone wrote. Give credit where credit is due. It's very courageous. We should all follow his example. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the next thing we're going to hear in the news, is that there's explosions happening in Brooklyn because everyone's taking their phones and throwing it into fire pits. People, you know, some rabbis sometimes tell people, like, smash their phones and stuff. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like in really religious communities. Yeah. Uh, Somebody said, while seemingly logically a foolish thing to do, the usual case is, is that he might have had some reason to stop using a smartphone. But if he would have procrastinated and given it to recycling or at Salah, he might have lost that awakening and not found it any type of resolution so in a way it was worth it for him and a good way to discard it Mm -hmm. so that way it was a more of a spiritual cleansing um however they said i personally would have microwaved it instead for the fun of it Mm -hmm. yeah so they made this point and then said ah but you should have just microwaved it right 
Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have. I sent you a lot more than that, though. Yeah? Yes. I mean... I don't know where you've been. I, I've been just thinking about Passover. I mean, yeah, there's more Trump stuff, but I didn't know if you wanted to talk about Trump stuff that you sent. Not really, although I think the whole thing with Rhode Island that's happening right now is really sad and funny and sad. All right, so why don't, why don't we add that to the list of what's going on with Rhode Island and Trump? Okay. I mean, I was, I was really, really trying to avoid yeah. talking about Trump because we talk about it way too much sometimes, but... Essentially, Trump decided to visit the Crown Plaza Hotel at Warwick, which we've been to. Right. It's kind of in the middle of... Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And we were there for a dog show. Right. There were a lot of dogs there. Yes. They were judging the dogs for best in show, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. Dogs were prancing around. The owners were dressed up. There were cages everywhere. And there was also a booth for Springers. Yes. And Leia apparently is drawing a picture of me. Yes. Oh. I guess that means I'm doing a good job. Yay. I identified the picture. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So. It's an interesting choice of a, a venue because there are a lot of other venues like in Providence that are much more fancy. I mean, he could have gone to, like, you know, the top of the, you know, Biltmore, one of those places with a big ballroom or something. But he ended up deciding on a Crown Plaza. <clears throat> right. I mean, it's got a nice field and it's got parking. I'm sure, I'm sure it makes sense, but I don't know. We've noticed that he seems to pick places where, you know, it's sort of like a lesser educated population. Right. And I think that that area kind of qualifies for that. Yeah. I mean, I grew up nearby. No, I can... Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's just Trump stories. Way too many Trump stories. Well, it's interesting to see how Rhode Islanders are handling all of this. That is very interesting. Well, in Warwick, Rhode Island, the Airport Plaza Shopping Center in Warwick is saying that they have another candidate for the presidency. What does that mean? It's Stump the Cat. Stump the Cat? Yes. They would so do that. So what is, what is that? Yeah, this one you did not send me. Okay. Uh, but the, the nine-year-old feline lives at the All About Pet Shop <laughs> a few doors down from Trump headquarters. They actually have Trump headquarters in there? Yeah, apparently. Really? Yeah, what you have to understand is normally Rhode Island no one cares about. Right. But this year they care about Rhode Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, word is spreading online all over Rhode Island. In fact, the New York Times has published a video web feature on Stump. Mm-hmm. And there are phone calls from New York... And women wanting campaign posters, and they're saying Bernie Sanders should be Stump's VP, mm-hmm. and it's really gone viral and crazy in Rhode Island. Of course. Yep. 
And uh, when the owner was asked if Stump is a good candidate, the answer was, when he's awake, he does. There's a lot he wants to do. He believes napping in the workplace should be back. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yeah. They were also saying during NBC 10's visit, Stump slept through most of his interview. Of course. Yes. And Stump is registered as independent. Mm Mm-hmm. What, they actually tried to register him? They actually registered him. Yep. So the campaign slogan is, just vote Stump, he's about the people. Mm -hmm. Right. So instead of the Rhode Island delegates actually going to actual candidates... You can actually go vote for Stump. You can go vote for Stump. That is awesome. Right. This is Rhode Island's answer back to... All these, the news media coming in and trying to get them to choose a candidate. Right, because they hate, like, all the phone calls and stuff. They, they hate phone calls, especially there are polls that are out there that are trying to get information out of Rhode Island citizens. They too. I mean, they, they call for, like, polling stuff all the time there. Yeah. We and were just talking about that. Like, we never really get phone calls about that here, but... <clears throat> no, Growing but up, I used to get all the time. Like, any time you picked up the phone, it was somebody asking you political questions or something. But, but according to those that are trying to get polling information from Rhode Island citizens, essentially, they're getting more hang-ups or non-answers than they usually get from other states. I can see that. So as a result... Stump might win. That'd be awesome. With you. <laughs> well, I'd rather have that than some lunatic, like, you know who. Yeah, but th- but that's just crazy if people are going, who never vote, mm-hmm. go out to vote in Rhode Island for Stump the Cat. Well, it's definitely a demonstration. I don't know if it's a demonstration or more just brilliant advertising from the All About Pets pet shop. That too. <laughs> I mean, they're getting the word out. Mm-hmm. We're talking about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. There's all kinds of problems out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. The only other news that I'm seeing all over the media, but once again, no one really cares outside of New England is that Foxborough fans are saying enough with Deflategate and they're so upset that we're still even talking about this. I mean, I kind of agree. It's like taking up way too much time. It's taking tax dollars. Right. I mean, and yeah. Uh, Members of the Patriots Pro Shop Monday afternoon. Fans are agreeing that this is crazy that Brady is going to have to serve four games. Mm -hmm. And Roger Goodell is getting exactly what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And he's... He's just trying to embarrass everybody over... I mean... The thing is, Brady even won the court ruling. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing even to do with Brady's innocence or guilt. It's all about, did Roger Goodell 
abuse his power as commissioner, as a boss? I don't really know. You don't really pay much attention to football. No, no, All I but know this. Is they don't stop talking about the, this. This has nothing to even do with football. Mm-hmm. It has to do with in the workplace. Can a boss make a ruling that is a conflict of interest? That's the whole question. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the big question here. So the first time around, the ruling was for Brady, so Brady was allowed to play because essentially they were saying that it was a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying it's not. And the reason why workplaces care about this is because this means that in a workplace they can hold their own court mm-hmm. if they want to. Workplaces are really messed up these days. Yeah. It's just it's not right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's always been as stressful as it is now. But but that's what this that's what this whole discussion is all about. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it a half an hour? That's a half an hour. I don't feel like this show is very productive today, to be honest. I mean, there's a lot going on. I know. What what can we do? I don't know. Maybe once Passover's over, we'll have a little bit more to talk about. I hope so. I know. Or maybe we just consider this a special edition and we do another one when we have more news stories. Maybe. Or maybe once you start reading the emails I send you. That's that's possible. All right. Remember, everyone, always listen to your wife. Finally remembered. Okay, I'll, I'll take that $5 now. No. You I said, never offered you $5. What do you mean? I didn't. I thought you did. No, you're imagining things. Oh, Next God. Try. Oh, this is still on. Hold on, let me shut this off. What's still on? The, the recording. So? They don't need to hear this. I thought you wanted them to hear this. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time.